What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go. Back when I first started playing football, like most people, I sucked. I didn't know what I was doing, didn't really know how to play, and just overall thought that if I bought the designer equipment that the athletes were wearing on the commercials, that I'll be as good as them. So obviously, I was damn near the worst player on the team, but still wanted it bad enough that I'd come to every practice, game, and event, even though I never played. My coach found the best use for me, in fact, as the ball boy, which basically meant that when the quarterback overthrew the ball, I'd run and go and get it before the next play. And it didn't make things any better in the fact that everyone knew this and barely acknowledged me in any activity that had to do with the team. This made me an afterthought in all carpooling plans for games and camps. I remember one time in particular when we were participating in a 7-on-7 tournament at the University of Maryland. And everyone found a ride, whether it was the starters riding with the coach, some riding with parents, or driving themselves there. Everyone figured out who's riding with who to the tournament except me. No one even bothered asking me if I needed a ride. I was damn near invisible as far as anyone else was concerned. My mom was raising me and my two sisters, which meant she didn't have time to give me a ride nor money to help me in my football endeavors in any sort of way. Pretty much everything I had, I had to get on my own, which wasn't easy as a high school student. I didn't have a ride, but wanted it bad enough to wake up two hours earlier than everyone else and walk to the university to make the event. I wanted to be a part of the team. I remember getting there, performing my usual ball boy duties, and eventually, six hours later, all the teams break for lunch and coming to another reality. I had no money and no food. I sat on the bleachers with the team while everyone enjoyed their lunch. Nobody even giving me a second look when they saw me sitting there, except for one. He was one of the starters, and he had just come back from the concession stand with a handful of food. Nobody treated me particularly nice due to my lack of skill, but here comes one of the big, tall starters sitting next to me with a smile and asking me if I was hungry. Mind you, I knew of him. He had a cool nickname and was always hanging around the wild kids and drug dealers. He was known to wear a ski mask rolled up on his head like a hat, even in 80 degree weather, but never to seem to be like the people he hung around with. Yeah, he was big, black, always wearing the latest fashion and frankly rather intimidating like the people he hung around with, but he wasn't like them. He was quiet, passive, kind, and never heard of him getting into a fight after school or cursing out one of the teachers like the people he hung with. He was like a shadow in a way. So he comes, pops down right next to me while he unwraps his hot dogs and burgers from the aluminum foil. I don't know what caused him to turn to me, whether it was the look on my face when I saw him opening his food or just the pure kindness of his heart when he looked at me with a big smile and asked, you hungry? I looked at him and nodded without hesitation. He handed me half of his food. He must have saw the ferociousness in which I was eating because after I finished his offering, in what seemed like one swift bite, he smiled even bigger and laughed and said, man, have the rest of my food too. Boogie was the only person who recognized me that day. Not even a coach or parent offered me something to eat when I had nothing, but this apparent thug did. Boogie always carried himself in this way, and although we were never best friends because of this, I always showed love that he gave it right back, usually giving it first, usually with everybody, not just me. 
After I graduated high school, I never saw him much, but never forgot what he did for me in that moment and the way he carried himself as a whole. It was to no surprise that he was under the radar after high school as he was during. After high school, when I started making money for myself and having something to finally offer, I never hesitated to offer because of the way he treated me that day. This past week, police responded to a suspected drug activity in a car nearby. When they arrived, the two suspects fled onto the highway, leading them on a high-speed car chase. The driver tried making an illegal U-turn and lost control of the vehicle, causing them to get struck by a tractor-trailer. The driver, a 24-year-old named Malik, died on the spot. Boogie was in the passenger seat. He was rushed to the hospital and held on just long enough to say his last words to his girlfriend. Boogie was 21 years old when he passed. The police reported that they found large quantities of drugs and cash in that car as well as two scales. Most people on social media took pride in shaming them by saying things like, Good riddance, two less drug dealers off the street, or play stupid games, win stupid prizes. They also attacked all the people who commented rest in peace to those two young men. I'm not going to sit here and make any excuses for their actions. I just like to let you see the other side of the coin. In this podcast, I interview every job and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dreams up too. Not only to help you find inspiration in other people's story, but to demystify the hidden truths of every job. I too looked at my friends in confusion when they told me about their friends who died while committing crimes. It didn't make any sense. If he's a criminal, doesn't that make him a bad person? It's just like if I told you that the President of the United States is coming to your birthday party. Depending if it's Barack Obama or Donald Trump, you'd have two different reactions. There are good presidents and bad presidents. Good teachers, bad teachers. Good cops, bad cops. And we must realize that there are good drug dealers and bad drug dealers too. A life of crime does not make your life any less valuable than anyone else's. We're not mourning the job title. We're mourning the person. Long live Bug. Long live Malik. I ask that you pray for the friends and family of everyone involved in the car accident, and until next time.